good room, plenty good room, plenty good room in my father's kingdom. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Just choose your seat and sit down. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Plenty good room in my father's kingdom. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Just choose your seat and sit down. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Plenty good room in my father's kingdom. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Just choose your seat and sit down. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Plenty good room in my father's kingdom. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Just choose your seat and sit down. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Plenty good room in my father's kingdom. Plenty good room, plenty good room. Just choose your seat and sit down.
listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Therapy really is the use of movement to achieve whatever is needed for a person uh, to become more happy, more adjusted, uh, to have a feeling of joy and living, to have a more natural use of body movement. Uh, some of the great dance therapists believe that if our bodies learn to move more naturally in a feeling of rhythm, and a rhythmic pattern which is normal and healthy and happy, the problems that beset us that are expressed in abnormal movement or unhappy movement or lack of movement or frenetic movement adjusts itself with the actual use of good movement. A great dance therapist like Trudy Shute begins by trying to get her patients move in a normal kind of walk and a happy run or skip or a swinging movement. And if a person is regressed or hasn't moved or won't speak, to begin to move a little more quickly. Or if you have a frenetic patient, one who moves constantly and doesn't stop and goes on and on and faster and faster, learns to kind of slow down a bit and get this natural gait. It's like being sad and looking in a mirror and smiling at yourself, and in spite of yourself, you begin to feel a little happier. I know that for myself and my friends, uh, dance is a way of life, and I see it again in the next generation. I have a little granddaughter who almost never just walks, she always dances. She doesn't skip, she almost flies, and her body moves in the direction of any kind of dance. And the thing that I loved first in dance was the fact that it was a nonverbal language that brought people together. And so you can watch a ballerina from Sweden, and you can watch an African dancer, and watch some of the folk dancers from Greece, for instance, and there's an immediate feeling of love and excitement and togetherness that I think no other language except music will give us, except when you do it with your own body, it gives you a personal closeness that nothing else can give you.
Think about how good you're going to look when this is over. And this of the health of your inner body. We're going to begin with a wonderful exercise. It's a yoga exercise, and it stretches every major muscle group in the entire body. And while you're doing this, I'd like you to visualize that you're on a sunny beach, and that you can feel the warmth of the sun on your body. And I want you to see how good you can make the stretches feel. And this exercise stretches every major muscle group in the entire body. And I want you to try to make it feel good. And we begin in A, and stand comfortably with your hands together. And then inhale and stretch your arms upward and back as in D. Now exhale as in C, and bend forward. And if possible, bring your head to your knees and try to put your hands on the ground beside your feet. And now D. Inhale and step backward with one leg while keeping the other foot between your hands. Look upward. And now E. Bring the other leg back so that you're supported by your arms and your feet. And now F. From the board position, you're going to exhale, drop your knees and chest to the floor, and your buttocks will be in the air. I know it's a bit awkward, but it's great for your spine. Now inhale into position G. This is a cobra. It's great for your back. Straighten the arms and look upward. That's good for your thyroid gland. Now H, exhale and lift into a triangle. Try to keep your heels on the ground. And now I. Step back up between your hands. As you inhale, you put one foot on the ground. Between your arms. And now J. Continue inhaling. Bring the other foot between the hands as you step upward. And if possible, bring the head to the knees. Now K, inhale and raise the arms upward and stretch back. And now L, exhale. And bring the hands together in front of the body. And you return to the first position. This feels wonderful. It's a great stretch. It's wonderful to wake yourself up with this exercise in the morning.
get down on the floor and we're going to start on all fours.
planetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft You've been observing our Earth And we'd like to make a contact with you We are your friends Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary ultra-emissary
Hype Train Show, all set with all the tops in pops. Brand new Windex, Tunex, Top 20 coming your way. Number seven sound this weekend, the Marcells and Blue Moon. Dang it, dang, dang, dang it on the moon. The Marcells with the numbers.
Well, this is something that I really had investigated many, many years ago. When I came back to Chicago from my work in California with the Spartan Dance Group, I began teaching older children, 9, 10, and up. And eventually, more of the younger ones came, more and more young ones, and I was not satisfied with the way I was teaching. I didn't feel comfortable with the little children. 
And I looked around to see what my colleagues were doing with the younger ones because more and more were coming in. And they weren't doing any better than I did. So I had to look in to see what we could do. Would you say young, younger ones about uh, how old? Oh, the six, seven, five-year-olds too. And uh, they, what we did with the ballet or with the strict modern did not apply to the little children, really. And then I became involved at the University of Chicago Nursery School doing experimental work to find the best age for teaching children. The uh, technical facilities can be mastered very comfortably between the ages of eight and eight and a half to compensate for all that would go from five to eight. So why bother with just a technique? But at the same time, I did notice that. What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who is everybody? Rocky High. Well, who's everybody? Rocky High. Rock, 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 Rocky High. Yay, team. What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who's everybody? Rocky High. Well, who's everybody? Rocky High. Rock, 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 Rocky High. and irreverent and also the semantic bear trap of bad taste. And actually I do have, and I will always be accused of bad taste by the people who eat in restaurants to reserve service, you know, that kind of scene to anyone, yeah. But you might be interested in how I became offensive. <laughs> uh, like, started in school with um, uh, drinking and uh, I was really, I was like a real depressed kid, and, you know, seven, eight years old, and I'd really get juiced and get out of my house. And uh, so the teacher would really get bugged, you know, with, with me singing and carrying on uh, and calling Columbus a fink and, uh, and, and boosting Aaron Burr and all that. Offense is a thing. It's, uh, they're semantics. They're words that offend me. Uh, Let's see, Governor Farbus, segregation offend me. Uh, the nighttime television offends me. Some nighttime uh, The shows that exploit homosexuality, narcotics, and prostitution under the guise of helping these societal problems. And the, except like for a few shows, one guy on the coast got like a nutty sense of humor. And he found out, like there were kids Offend, there's a funny thing. It's, uh, there's semantics. There are words that offend me. Uh, let's see, Governor Farbus, segregation offend me. Uh, the nighttime television.
spends me some nighttime television. <laughs> uh, the shows that exploit homosexuality, narcotics, and prostitution under the guise of helping these societal problems. And the, except like for a few shows, there's one guy on the coast who's got like a nutty sense of humor, you know. He found out, like there were kids that eight and nine years old that were sniffing airplane glue. <laughs> To, uh, to get high on, you know, and uh, so I had sort of a fantasy how it happened. The kid is alone in his room, and it's Saturday. The child is played by George McCready. <laughs> well, let's see now. I'm all alone in the room, and it's Saturday. Mother's away, and what'll I do that's good and hostile? <laughs>
$41.67. So take a look, take a ride before you decide. Hurry on down to Wide Track Town, your Pontiac dealers, and get your new Pontiac. Only $21.67. Now. Some people want to see my blood gush out. And others want to watch while I cry. I heard somebody say once I was way too black. And someone answered she's not black enough for me. I bought my tongue and it passed me back. I bought a house on the neighbor's boat. I had a dog but it was so
He's built like Hercules. Just like General Motors, he's got lots of steady Real God, daddy, sure looks good to me. Every time he smiles, a thrill comes over me. A real Fam.
or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Watch want to be the first one too but i think it's your job go ahead oh gosh yes i want to be the first one to wish you a merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas carl merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas god i can't believe this we're on christmas nobody says merry christmas to me merry christmas so may i be the first merry christmas oh you're the first to wish me merry christmas we are broadcasting live not live first we stream first on Muni well, Radio. We're live. It's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas, Michael. Oh, c- Merry, oh Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, I, I got to go out of the, the plaza. Merry Christmas, Carl. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Carl. Merry Christmas, Carl's dog. And then you, Mrs. Carl, and Carl's dog go, huh? Right? I run around the town square. Oh, Merry Christmas. Well, he was just visited by three ghosts. He's overexcited about Christmas this year. Did you ever watch a movie called uh, Ghosts of uh, Girlfriends Past with Matthew McConaughey? Yes. It's the Christmas yes. Carol, but he's visited He's visited by three ghosts and <laughs> warned him about romance. Anyway, we, uh, we have an annual Christmas Day tradition. As you know, we love movies. We love great movies. And we also love the shit. And a lot of shit comes out, and a lot of great movies come out on Christmas Day. Christmas Day is a bizarre vortex for movies in America and around the world. It is either terrible, terrible films. They dump a Christmas night for you to go and leave your family and watch. Those are the ones we like. There's prestige films that need to hit the Oscar deadline, and they release it limited on Christmas Day. We'll be visiting one of those today. There's also vanity films or uh, like um, a star director or movie star who directs. They usually release their films on Christmas Day, whether it's Quentin Tarantino, Denzel Washington. It's a good spot, and it also hits that Oscar need. There's also very chin-stroking intelligent films. Neat like ones. Roots, yeah, ones that are, that are aimed for women who think they have to release it on Christmas Day. They can't release it any other time. Those are the movies that we like, too. They're on Christmas Day. So, Christmas is on a Sunday. And by the way, Carl, our show has been on Mini Radio for about six years. We've been existing wow. for about six years, seven years. And in 16, we started the Christmas Day tradition on Sunday, Christmas Day. So, we now are back on Christmas Day. Our show is on Christmas Day. Uh, if you want to give a shout out to Scott O from Found Round Sound, yes. Merry who's Christmas. on us beforehand. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Scott, Merry Christmas. Merry may, Christmas. May we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. First. first. First, oh gosh, we're on Christmas. And then, uh, of course, we have a new show that follows us. So make it an afternoon uh, at 4 p.m. And that's Ugly Sundays with Age. Okay, so we are going to watch trailers of movies that are going to be released on Christmas Day in 2022. Now, it's slim pickings this year, Carl. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, Uh, because it falls on a Sunday and we already have a Friday that covers it. But... We went around the world, and uh, it's Sweden's lucky day this year. Uh, and we have movies from around the world. But, Carl, let us talk about us. Hi, man. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas. We are on Mutiny Radio every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are a podcast. You can follow us by typing in our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T in any podcast searcher, preferably iTunes, and you'll find us. We are also on YouTube with the same acronym. Mutiny Radio has a Discord channel. If you want to join a Discord channel from Mutiny Radio, join it. And we are on that, and we are also on our own Discord channel, yes. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's without mom and dad mutiny radio in the room. It's just right. us just hanging out. So check us on Discord, and we're on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. I, as I've done previous years, have created a playlist of movies that were released on Christmas Day. First five of those playlists are just a smorgasbord of movies. But we got to the point where... We ran out of movies, so I've been putting down what's been released every year. Sometimes it gets a little sparse, so I've been checking around the world, and that's what I did this year. So, my name is Mike Spiegelman, and I have a YouTube channel, and it's different from our LWAFLMOYT channel. You can find my playlist, Christmas Movie 7 2022, on Spiegelmania. <gasps> well, I, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. When I search for that, I, I come up empty. If I search for Mike Spiegelman, yeah, you pop right up. And if I search for Mike Spiegelman, sometimes I got to go into the filter and choose channel. That's a really good point. We every year is the same thing. So under so search for Mike Spiegelman, you'll find his face. You'll find S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N. his channel. I e g e l m a n. S p i e g e l m a n because he's a gel man, but just not any gel man. He's a speed gel man. I'm the speed gel man, right? And there you will find Christmas Day movies by I I. Do two eyes make the one single eye sound? It must be. You, you mean oh, I see you. Bye so Eagleman is the channel, and you'll find the playlist and Christmas Day movies. This is always awkward for us because the playlist, as you know, also has ads that pop up beforehand. We can't really control it. So we are just going to have to manually pause and reset as we normally do, but for each trailer. All right. Sounds good, Carl. I have it open up on my PlayStation 4. Uh, I have the first trailer coming up. Um, And by the way, I just want to mention, because this is our Christmas Day show, we have a special Christmas original song Carl and I wrote, and we'll be singing that at the end. Yes. So I don't know what else to tell you. Like, this is a perfect show. you got to stay till the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Christmas carol. You're going to love it. I love it. So a lot of movies have been released on the 23rd. A lot of movies have been released earlier this year, Christmas-wise, to get to audience. However, there is a unique movie being released in America on Christmas Day. It's a limited release, Carl. It's going to be wide release in January 13th around the country. But for people in Los Angeles, New York, what have you, they can watch A Man Called Otto. A Man Called Otto. A Man, a man Called Otto. A plan. Otto. Otto Panama. It's a palindrome. Do you know uh, that palindrome? It is a palindrome. Yeah. Yeah. A man called Otto backwards is actually a man called Otto. It's a crazy pal. Otto. Man A. Delac Montanama. Anyway, <laughs> Carl, what do you know about this fucking movie? Well, I saw the original, which I think was uh, Swedish, right? 
Yeah, Sweden. Ding, ding, ding. First reference to the country Sweden. Right. We're going to hear reference Sweden a lot. It's called Man Called Ove, I think, in Sweden. I saw this film. I didn't know that Tom Hanks was making this film, and uh, it was a good film in Swedish. I will see <laughs> if it's any good in English. You mean it's like it's charming because it's in a different country? <laughs> no, it was just a good film. It's a grouchy old man, and we find out the backstory of how he became grouchy, and his heart gets opened up again. And that's essentially what is going to happen to Tom Hanks. I think it's a pretty easy role for him to play. Uh, oh. Yeah, you know, uh, not like the Elvis film, right? He really had to stretch there. Yeah, but the this one. There. I'm grouchy, and then I get a cat, and I start to warm up, and I make a few friends. The next thing you know, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry, oh, Merry Christmas! So, you know, one of the things, I had heard of this film, and I didn't pick it up at the library when I saw it. I was just, like, a little bit overload. It was nominated for Best Foreign Picture, uh, not only by the Oscars, but AARP for Grown Ups gave it nominated. AARP? Movie for Grown Ups Awards for the 2017 named it. It is the biggest uh, movie in Sweden. So why not make it, remake it? And I wonder about Tom Hanks at this point. You know, is it because he is the most corporate face possible and that you make an American movie, you put him in, or yeah, that he's the right actor for the part? I think he, I don't know the answer because. It's been so much Tom Hanks. Even he's got to admit we're a little oversaturated. Another sure. person could have done this just as well. He's not the perfect person for it, but I'm sure he's going to do it, as you'll see in the trailer. He's so, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the cat. Million dollars to get the rights to do this film. It better How be much? Good. sixty million. Sixty million. Six well, Swedish, yeah. Swedish money or American money. Uh, on February 10, 2022, it was announced that Sony Pictures pre-brought the rights to this film around U.S. $60 million at the European film market. Holy snacks. And I, I know that it's shot in Idaho. No, America, no, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Okay, I take that back. I eat my words. All right, Carl, are you ready to watch Otto? Well, oh, I don't man. know. Are we going to talk about it afterwards? Well, we could watch it right now in the trailer and then – because we already prefaced – what we know about it okay but we had a discussion before we started the show about what was going to be our format and right. you said we were going to talk it all out and then watch the trailer so we're yeah we're not doing that we're gonna are you all no. talked out no i'm ready to watch the trailer oh, I yeah, have, like, i'm all, I'm all queued up this director oh, yeah. tell me about mark tell me about mark uh what's his name Forrester. <laughs> you didn't okay this guy did finding neverland okay that's serious uh yeah. He did a Bond movie. Yes, he right. did a Bond movie. Yeah, Quantum of Science. I know him. He's a workman. What's the term? A journeyman. A journeyman, a, yes. Yeah. Different genres and different styles. Very dependable guy. The guy who wrote this screenplay, um, which I think he pretty much adapted it from the other one. I don't really know. It's, it's based wrote, on a novel. He wrote Life of Pi. Mm. It is based on a novel. That's correct. And uh, he wrote Life of Pi and uh, Mary Poppins Returns. I don't know. He, yeah, 2012 novel, A Man Called O-V-E. How do you pronounce that? O I guess O-V. And then the movie o came out in 2015, so it was pretty quick. Yeah. And like you said, it's going to be a limited release on the 25th just because they're going for that Oscar gold. And then in January, it'll be nationwide. Uh, Sony's doing that. Um, and 
I don't know. There's other things. This director did Finding Neverland. Uh, he's uh, he did the Kite Runner. He's he's uh, World War Z. He's all over the place. World War Z. That's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. With uh, Brad Pitt, horrible film, horrible film, terrible film. It, it, it was neither here nor there for me. You know, it was like zombies climbing up a hill, a uh, yeah. wall. Yeah, it was I like computer graphic uh, zombies all on top of each other to go over a wall. There's it's two Mexican actors in this. Um, the, there's a, a woman who's a Mexican actress and a, and a man who's a Mexican actor. I don't know why. Um, and well, so this, it's the neighbors, right? You talking about the yeah? Neighbors? It's the neighbors. Uh, the there is a woman who befriends Tom Hanks's character, and she doesn't know how to drive. He helps him with that, and she was a Mexican stage and screen actress. She's from Monterey. Um, she's been in things we wouldn't know, right? But the dude guy was in the Magnificent Seven remake. He was in Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so... And there's a serious stand-up comedian in this show called... A movie called Mike Birdbiglia, who I really don't know. You would think I would know him. Jimmy I know him. He was sick sure. for a week with COVID, and he did... He came in? Yeah, he he did Jimmy Kimmel's show for he, the week. He does a lot of one-man shows. He's known for that. Uh, yeah, he's mm -hmm. a big, big name. Big name in comedy. Don't Think Twice 2016... I think right. it's that show you're talking about. You know, they call it a one-man show. It's basically your stand-up routine. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? No, not if you slow it down. <laughs> I did a one-man show, Mike, because I, I, I was the only guy there. <laughs> oh, I, I was my stand-up is a one-man show only because I want to sit for the entirety. <laughs> Zoom spoiled me. He did a uh, book called Sleepwalk With Me. Yeah. No, he had it's, – it's a – I guess he has, like, sleepwalking. He's a sleepwalker. I don't know. Yes. But he's in this movie. All right, Carl. Okay. I, uh, I think we're really excited. And let's uh, rock and roll. If we get an ad, if we get an ad, we we skip it and then press pause. And Yeah. I actually went through the ad previous before, just, just for this trailer, because it's all set up. But okay, so go ahead. Do you want to? I got my ad. It says video okay. will play after ad. Perfect. A second ad. Oh no, turn off the ad. The, the music's going to cancel us. Okay, I'm pausing. All right. Rewinding back to zero, zero, zero. I am going to crank this volume to 25, 27. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are watching the first trailer on the playlist Christmas Movie 7 2022 on Mike Spiegelman's YouTube channel. We have paused for our man called Otto and Carl. Please, I would love it. You do the countdown. You talk to people.